Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions. While he gave me the teachings I share here, most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidanandamurtaye Nishprapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Muktanandaya Gurave Shishasam Saraharane Bhakta Kayaika Dehaya Namaste Chitsaratmane Heta Vejagatameva Samsara Nava Setave Prabhave Saiva Vidyanam Shambhave Gurave Namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshwara Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Om Swarupa Swaswabhava Namo Namaha Om I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self. Your own essence. Your own being. Your own Shivaness. The one reality, Shiva. That is being all is being you and me. Again and again I bow. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha. Empty or full? When you look inside, are you empty? Or are you full? I don't mean full of thoughts, reactions, and opinions. Are you full of light, the light of consciousness, and joy, the bliss of consciousness, ever arising within? In the midst of your life, are you looking for things to complete you, to fill you up, 
then you're coming from an inner emptiness. Or in the midst of life, are you already full within? Then your fullness overflows and is a blessing to others. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishate Om Shanti 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 Om, that is perfect. This is perfect. From the perfect springs the perfect. If the perfect is taken away from the perfect, only the perfect remains. Om Shanti, peace, peace to all, peace. This beautiful mantra comes from both the Brihadaranyaka and the Isha Upanishads, meaning it is very ancient. It's number 12 on our chanting page. Want to chant it with me? It's a long lavender handout. Number 12. It's okay if you stumble through. Om Purnamada. Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishate Om Shanti 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 Om, that is perfect. This is perfect. From the perfect springs the perfect. If the perfect is taken from the perfect, only the perfect remains. Om, Shanti, peace, peace to all. Okay, you've heard it, or even chanted it twice total, and heard the translation twice, but really, what does it mean? Purna means full, perfect, whole, and complete, abundant, rich, satisfied, contented, fulfilled. This is how you want to live. The full moon is called Purna. So Purna is like the fullness of the full moon. The light of the full moon is so bright that it lights the whole earth in the middle of the night. We love to see the full moon shining in the night sky. A point of light in the midst of darkness. A source of light that changes the darkness all around. Purna means full. 
You see the word repeated many times in this verse with different endings attached to the word purna each time. The word endings point to where the fullness is found. Om. It begins with Om. This is the vibration of consciousness, which is Shiva knowing his own Shivaness, reflecting his own beingness to himself within the space of his divine perception. This subtle vibration is the first movement of energy, Shiva's movement within himself, called Shakti. This is the energy that becomes and is being the universe. It all comes from Om. We'll resorb back into Om at the end of time and is pervaded by Om right now. Om Purnamada. That is perfect. That is a technical term in Sanskrit. It means that one reality, that ever-existent beingness, the essence and eternality that is the source of all that exists, that which is called by many names, that which is beyond naming, that which is your own self. For as the Upanishad says, Tatvamasi, thou art that. Purnamada means that is perfect, whole and complete. Complete and fulfilled within its own beingness, that is full. Purnamada. Purnamida, this is perfect. This is another technical term in Sanskrit. Once that reality, which we call Shiva, begins to ohm within himself, he concentrates and intensifies the vibration until it explodes into form. We call it the Big Bang, Shiva Bang. And that bang, produced all this. This is the universe and everything that is in it. All which has ever been part of the universe, even if it's gone now, and all which will ever come to exist in the universe, even if it doesn't exist now, and all which now exists, all this is this in Sanskrit, idam. Thus, you get punamidam. This is perfect. Now, maybe you don't think the world is perfect as it is. It's hard to look at some things and to see them as perfection. Even a rose. Is there such a thing as a perfect rose? Well, maybe. It's like if you go to see a movie or a play. There are some parts in it that are scary or maybe crude or sad. There are the hard parts, just like in life. And they are intended to affect you, to stir you up, to get you involved, to move you to another level of responsiveness. 
And when you deal with the hard parts and get all the way through them, you see that they were indeed perfect. It's even true about the hard parts of your life. Purnamidam, this is perfect. The universe is Purna, it's full. There is so much going on in the universe. Not just a pandemic, but hurricanes, tornadoes, forest fires, blizzards, wars, earthquakes. And yet children are being born every day. And ants are building anthills. And bunnies are hopping around in meadows. The world is really full. Of course, in yoga, we're looking for the inner source of that fullness. So the fullness arises within. When the bliss of consciousness arises within, your heart and mind are full to overflowing. You have something worth sharing. Fullness is so important to you that, unfortunately, if you are not being filled by the bliss of consciousness, you make sure that your mind is always full. Full of what? I don't want to know. We could even say that. When you're at your craziest, you're full of it. Purnamada, that is full, whole, perfect, and complete. Purnamida, this, all the beingness is being, is full, whole, complete, and perfect. Purnat, from the perfect. Purnat means from the perfect. Purnam udachate. Udachate means comes or rises. So purnam udachate means comes the perfect. From the perfect comes the perfect. Purnat, purnam udachate. From the perfect comes the perfect. From fullness comes fullness in a different form, in many forms. From that comes this. Om Purnamada, Purnamida, Purnat, Purnamudachyate. Om, that is perfect. This is perfect. From the perfect springs the perfect. Purnasya. Asya means from. So Purnasya means from fullness, from the perfect. Purnamadaya. Adaya means to remove. So Purnamadaya means to remove the fullness, to remove the perfect from the perfect. Purnasya. Purnamadaya, from fullness, when you remove the fullness. Purnamevavashishyate. Eva means only. Vashishyate remains. Purna. Only the perfect remains. Only fullness remains. Om Purnamada. Purnamidam. Purnat. Purnamudachate. 
Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishate. That is perfect. This is perfect. From the perfect springs the perfect. If the perfect is taken from the perfect, only the perfect remains. From fullness springs fullness. If fullness is taken from the fullness, only fullness remains. This is not the way your mind usually thinks of things. But we're not talking about a big salad bowl. With a big bowl, when you fill it up with salad, it's full. You take it to a party or an event, and lots of people take salad out of the bowl, and then it's empty. This is how you're used to seeing things. You could even see your life that way. That when the pandemic came along, suddenly your life got empty because you couldn't do the things you used to do. Or if you worked in healthcare and other essential services, maybe your life got too full and it was too much. So you longed for some emptiness. You're used to looking only at the form, not the formless. When the bowl is full of salad, you see forms of vegetables, maybe even some fruits and nuts. Along with salad dressing, you're looking at the forms that consciousness takes. You're looking at the this. Then the salad bowl gets emptied. Ah, but it's not empty. Now it's full of air. It's full of space. It's full of potential, ready for the next event. It's full of quiet. For it's going to sit in the cupboard for a while, quietly. The formless is there. The formless was always there, even pervading the form. When the perfect is removed from the perfect, only the perfect remains. When the form is removed from the formless, the formless alone remains. When the fullness is removed from the fullness, fullness alone remains. If you're starting to get what I'm talking about, you're at a tipping point. But don't tip over too far the other way. You could decide that that is better than this. That perception, that belief is a spiritual fallacy. It's a lie. You could think that having empty space is the goal. In the name of spirituality, you could decide you need lots of time with nothing to do, lots of alone time, so you can explore the pristine space of that within. But you already forgot, this is perfect. While that is perfect, this is perfect too. This includes your body. Your family, your home, your work, your friends, your yoga, and all the other things you do. It's all perfect, which means it is all consciousness 
in varying forms. This is Tantra, the interweaving of this and that. Seeing the formless essence of beingness in each and every form, beginning with your own. Find that within you. Oh no, let me rephrase that. That is not within you. That is being you. Find that which is your own beingness, your own self. However, there are a couple of glitches here. This glorious teaching tells you the goal, but not how to get there. Understand the difference between goal and process. You can't practice the goal. You have to practice the practice and go through the process to get to the goal. It's like if you decided you wanted to vacation in Marrakesh, one of the top tourist destinations in the world right now. Sitting in one spot and saying, Marrakesh, 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 Marrakesh is not going to get you there. That's practicing the goal. You have to practice. Practice, in this case, you have to buy an airline ticket and get a visa along with a few other things. There's a process that gets you to your destination. So saying all is perfect, all is perfect, all is perfect just doesn't work. You could even say, I am perfect, I am perfect, I am perfect, and it won't work. Why? Because your mind will tell you all the ways in which you are not perfect, that you simply don't measure up, not even compared to your own standards. Your mind will continue to do what it always does. Even the mantra Shivoham doesn't do it. Why? Well, for one, it's not empowered. But you could try. You could sit and say, Shivoham, I am Shiva, Shivoham, 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 Shivoham. I am Shiva, I am Shiva, I am Shiva. Well, yes, you are Shiva. You're Shiva even when you're behaving like a fool. Even when you're causing trouble for other people and creating karma for yourself to go through in the future, you're still Shiva. This is one of the many reasons why Baba gave us the mantra, Om Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Shivaya. Om. I honor, I bow to my own Shivaness. There's the bowing the honoring. So you can't stay stuck in your own arrogance and delusion. Your heart is opened by the sheer act of bowing, even only in words. Your busy, negative, anxious, judgmental, resistant, and selfish little mind cannot continue its delusional game, not once you bring the mantra in. The mantra doesn't merely invoke the idea of purna, fullness, or perfection. 
that is both formless and form. The mantra evokes the experience of your own divine formlessness within your own divine form. And when you're filled with consciousness, you're filled with peace and perfection, with the fullness of your own beingness. You are your own self. Mantra gets that flowing inside. Arising within to fill your heart and mind. Both needed. You live too much in the neediness that comes from emptiness, the not knowing of yourself. Om Purnamada, Purnamidam. When you're not feeling the inherent fullness of your own perfection and beingness, you're feeling empty. So you look outward for something to fill the emptiness. You fill up your mind. You fill up your time. You fill up your basement or attic or garage or all of the above. The ancient sages did just the opposite. They intentionally emptied their lives. They left their homes and families. They left their possessions and work. They left society with its easy access to food and comforts. They cultivated outer emptiness so they could find the inner fullness. Huh? (laughs) Say, what? They cultivated outer emptiness so they would find the Inner fullness. Now, it is right there in the Purna Mantras. Purnasya, Purnamadaya, when the perfect is taken from the perfect. Purnamevabhashishate, only the perfect remains. When the fullness of this is taken from the fullness of that, only the fullness of that remains. It's like they said, the busyness of my life and the busyness of my mind keeps me entwined in the form, in the many forms, which I do not see as being divine. So I'll remove the fullness of life and I'll have nothing. Then I'll find the fullness that remains. Their goal always was to know the self, the purna, the fullness of beingness that arises within. They got there by cultivating emptiness in order to know fullness, like an empty salad bowl that could be filled. So they sat in the cupboard waiting quietly, (laughs) awaiting the inner filling. They wanted the filling that comes from within, Purnamevavashishite. But it's a little obtruse. They got there by cultivating emptiness in order to know fullness, but tantrics, Cultivate fullness in order to know fullness. The tantrics, that's our path. These Kashmiri Shaivite sages said, if I want the inner feeling, then I need to do things that prompt it to arise. And since all of this is forms of that, I don't need to run away and hide. I can do things in the midst of life to prompt my inner fullness to arise. Instead of filling my mind and my life with the busyness that occupies most people, I'm going to fill my mind with God. I'll fill my mind with mantra, with teachings, with chanting, with seva. I'll fill my time with doing more yoga even in the midst of life. 
And of course, the most portable practice is mantra. You can be repeating it while you drive, while you shower, while you eat, while you talk with someone else. While you do anything that you do, you can be getting closer and closer to enlightenment. Baba described it this way. This is the true mystery of the Supreme Self. One does not have to go anywhere to search for it because it exists within one's own heart. This is the true mystery of the Supreme Self. One does not have to go anywhere to search for it because it exists within one's own heart. The Purna, the fullness that is the inner experience of consciousness, that bliss of your own beingness is already within you. It is hidden within, which is why you need a guru, one who can unveil the hidden glory of your own divine essence. Once you receive this inner awakening, your own self arises within the arising of consciousness within. That's what the guru gives you. The guru awakens consciousness to arise within you. Okay, you got it all sorted out? I'm going to go through it all one more time. I'm talking about empty or full. How do you want to live? By this, I'm looking at three different things. How do you feel inside? What you do in life? And what your meditation practice is like? Number one, how do you feel inside? Normal. The human condition is you feel empty. So you try to create fullness by getting things from outside. But that's because you feel empty inside. Two, what do you do in life? You feel empty because you don't know your own presence, your own beingness. So you don't live in the knowingness and beingness of your own shivaness. What do you do? Look within. When you feel empty, life is about me, 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 me. When you feel full, life is about others. When you feel empty, life is about what you can get. When you feel full, life is about what you can give. How do you want to live? Empty or full? And the third point is, what's your meditation practice? There are two different paths to the knowingness and beingness of your own self, the path of emptying and the path of filling. We know about the path of emptying. It isn't just the four sages that practice the path of emptying. We see this in all of the Western spiritual traditions coming from the desert fathers of Egypt preceding Jesus. So the forest sages of India did the same thing. They practiced the path of emptying, getting rid of everything to go camp in the woods. They strove to empty their life and their mind until there was nothing left to distract them from the inner fullness. It's a stark, bare, empty path. This meditation has been brought to America. This practice is called mindfulness. 
funny. It's called mindfulness when it's about emptying. You empty your mind. There are various ways of doing it, but mostly you just wait till it runs out of steam or you get bored with it. It takes a while. (laughs) This is why I wrote in my teachings article this month. This is how most media reports describe meditation. Sit and wait for your mind to clear or watch your breath and wait for your mind to clear. When it happens, when your mind clears, you expand into a glorious inner space. Ah, It lasts only as long as your mind stays clear. It's true. If you wait long enough, space clears inside and you can see all the way into your own self. And it's temporary. Why? Because as soon as you use a mind again, you lose access to the inner experience. Tantra does it a different way. It's called an intervention. Technically, I'm insulting you. I'm saying the way you use your mind means you need an intervention. Tantra interferes with your familiar processes of self-denigration, resistant negativity, judgment, and fear. To set your mind on a different track, a more uplifting process, one with a bigger payoff. I described it this way in my teachings article. Tantra does it another way. Tantra fills you up. Instead of emptying your mind, you fill it with mantra. Your mind gets to marinate in consciousness. As your mind becomes saturated, it simply can't hold on to the old limiting stuff anymore. You outgrow your wounds and grievances, even your needs and desires. This is called freedom. Dare we hope for liberation, for enlightenment? Yes, that's the whole point. It seems simple to me. If you want to be Purna, filled with the bliss of consciousness, which arises from within, then apply your mind to the bliss of consciousness. Do the fullness. Do things that bring up the inner arising. Duh. And if you're not feeling the fullness of your own being, then I got to ask, what has your mind been doing for the last hour? Or maybe even just the last five minutes? How's that working for you? You really can choose your state, empty or full. Which do you prefer? Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnad Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purname Babashishate Om Shanti 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 Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha. 